0: This man covers both the Panthers and the Hornets for uh SI Now and Fan Nation. And I don't know, maybe uh ninety eight percent of the time he comes on with us. We're leading with the Panthers. Today we lead with the red hot new look Charlotte Hornets. <laughs> um uh, they deserve it. Skylar Callahan is here. I'm sure we'll dabble into Panthers off and stuff. skylar what's going on, man? Uh happy new year. Welcome to the show. How you doing, brother?
1: Yeah, thanks for having me back on. It's uh, it's different times around these parts, isn't it?
0: It is, man. It is, and I don't know how long it's going to last, but I'm just going to enjoy it while while it's happening right now. What what are the things, you know, Bo and I were talking about this earlier when we were talking about the Utah win last night, but I want your opinion on it, right? You cover this team day in and day out. What are the things that are most obvious to you that with this new group of five players that they brought in, like what, what are the new look Hornets doing so much better than they were previously?
1: I mean, I think really first and foremost, it's, it's the chemistry, which has really kind of been the biggest surprise because when you bring this many guys that usually don't think that they're going to be able to just get along and, and understand how each other plays as quickly as this group has. And, I you mean know, obviously you go through the first couple of games and they have the, the crazy amount of turnovers, which is to be expected, but. Outside of that, like defensively, it was an immediate upgrade, you know, and, and that's no, you know, uh, disrespect to, to PJ or Terry or Gordon. But this group in, in particular, th- these five guys that they brought in, you can just tell they're hungry. They want to win. They don't want to be on a team that's only won 10 or 11 games. And, and you could see that, that 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 was the main thing when they came here that they wanted to be a part of. The the group that turns this thing around, they don't want to be a part of that narrative that all oh, they're just you know they went from a, a playoff contender to you know one of the teams that's going to be picking in the lottery. They they believe that they can they can get things turned around whether it's this season or not. I don't know, but they they look like a, a completely different group right now. I think a lot of that's just the leadership from Grant Williams, Seth Curry, uh, Davis Bertans. I mean, it's it's just a whole different group and a whole different mentality than what it was uh, before the deadline.
2: Skyler, a lot of interesting storylines with the new group, a lot of interesting parts that we're watching right now, but when you look at Grant Williams and what he provides, how big of an acquisition is that, not just for now, but really, ultimately, long-term, He signed? This feels like this is a a major part of what they want to do eventually, right?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, this is a massive upgrade, and again, not trying to throw shade here at BJ, but He's just a better fit, I think, for this team and what this team needs than what P.J. did. And PJ's a great player. He's very versatile. He can defend multiple positions. But Grant Williams brings a different style to the game, and that physicality is what this team really needs, especially right now when you don't have a, uh, your true center in Mark Williams. Um, but to have Grant here, again, it's not just the player, but the fact that he's from here, he gets what it takes to win. He, he wants to win here. He, he, he wants to be here. It's just—it's a whole different vibe when you're walking around the halls of a Spectrum Center and you just see Grant Williams just smiling and laughing constantly. Um, just a different vibe for sure.
0: We're talking with Skylar Callahan, covers the uh, the Hornets, uh, the new look red-hot Charlotte Hornets and the Carolina Panthers. Um,
2: they were not red-hot during any portion of the season, but <laughs> this year, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait. <laughs> two fourth quarters they. Got some going there at the end. All right.
0: <laughs> Didn't even lead a play for a play in the fourth quarter, for God's sakes. But anyway, we digress. <laughs> no, he's um, going
2: back. This is supposed to be the positive topic right Skyler,
0: here. This is the the thing about this. That is even the like cherry on top or the icing on the cake of this whole thing is these trades were not made to like turn the team around right away. Like, you know, yeah. what I mean, what you still have the benefit of the trades and why I'm sure the new owners wanted this to be the direction of the team. Like they got future assets in draft picks. They've cl- they've cleared some cap room or, you know, when some of these contracts run out in a year, they will clear even more cap room. So what do you think about the fact that Mitch Kupchak, bless his heart, man, on his, his last a- act as the GM? I mean, he pulled off deals that inject this team with life right now but also the key point is, man, these were deals for the future. Like he, he knocked these out of the park, didn't he?
1: Oh yeah. I mean, he, he did a phenomenal job and, and I think, you know, he's probably catched a little bit more flack than he probably deserves over the last few years. And, and I, I play a part in that too, probably. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he's, he's dealt, he's dealt with a roster that's been just riddled with injuries and, and the same thing, thing with Steve Clifford. He hasn't had the horses to run the show. And, now we're seeing that even if you just give him a little bit of help, that he can make something happen. I mean, the defense has been phenomenal since the trade deadline. I mean, they look like a completely different unit on that end of the floor. And you got to give Cliff a lot of credit for that as well. But for, for Mitch, I think he did an absolutely great job. And I told Willie P this the other day when we were at the game, and it's 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 rare that you see a team that sellers at the trade deadline but may be the biggest winners of all immediately. I mean, they have been – one of the best teams in the NBA since the trade deadline. I mean, if you just look at it statistically, I mean, they have improved dramatically. And, you know, usually when you you sell off guys like P.J. Washington, Terry Rozier, and Gordon Hayward, you're you're looking at, oh, well, there's that 2027 draft pick we have to look forward to, right? You're not looking at, (laughs) oh, what is is Grant Williams going to bring to the table immediately? That's not what first comes to mind. So for them to, like you said, inject new life into this team, I think it's been great, and, and really the one thing that I keep kind of seeing with you know fans on social media is ah they're worried about the the draft position. Don't worry about that. Like this draft Please, is not this draft. Yeah, not this one. To, yeah, to be not this one. Yeah. Yep. You're you're not worried about this draft. What this team needs most is to learn how to win, and if they can do that over the last two months, that'll go a lot further than a top ten or fifteen pick in this year's draft.
2: We're talking to Skylar Callahan. Check out his great Panthers, Hornets, and West Virginia coverage as well at Callahan underscore on social media. He's with FanNation SI now. Kind enough to join us on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. Skylar. we've talked a ton about Brian Burns' future this week, but another guy who we've got to talk about as well is Frankie Wuvu and his contract. How, how do you think this plays out with Frankie Wuvu and his future here in Charlotte?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think... It, obviously, all, like you said, all the attention's on Brian, and I think that's the, the main priority. But if that ends up being a franchise tag, then I think it ends up making life a little bit easier for the Frank, for, for the Frankie Louver deal for now, at least, just because you know you got the one year thing, whereas Brian, you've got this spread out over multiple years. Um, I think both sides probably want to get this done. I, I think Frankie wants to be here. This is where he really blossomed into a quality NFL player. I mean, he kind of came out of nowhere when he, when he arrived from New York and, and just jumped onto the scene and, and made plays on special teams and transitioned into the player he is now. Um, so I, I think there will probably be – there's a, probably a good chance this thing gets done, uh, but there's going to be a lot of suitors out there. I mean, when you're talking about a player – As good as he is, I mean, he's one of the top linebacker free agents out there. There's going to be a lot of interest. So I think it comes down to genuinely how much Frankie wants to stay here versus how much he's willing to kind of keep, you know, the book open a little bit and and see what offers are out there.
0: Skyler, um, I've got to ask you, you know, about the Brian Burns thing. I, I, you know, I don't think we're, I think we're contractually obligated now to ask every guest (laughs) about that saga. What do you think about the way it's uh about the way that's going? do you think i mean it's headed towards the tag right do you think he plays on the tag? what's your gut feeling on how this plays out?
1: well I mean when i i've get I've got asked this before and I think it's the same thing kind of as last year and and i I feel for Brian because when you're in this type of situation you always the first thing that comes to your mind is oh my gosh, hope he doesn't get hurt right but he is such a team player. He wants to play the game. He loves the game. I don't think that he would sit um, even on the franchise tag. I think he would be willing to play. And I don't think this is going to get to a spot where it's going to be a sign-in or a tag-and-trade or anything like that. I I think it's just a matter of when, not if. Um, But who knows? I mean, the one thing you really got to get worried about here is is you're kind of ruffling his feathers a little bit. I mean, this has been going on for almost two years the guy's been through six head coaches, if you count interim coaches, in his career. Hasn't been on a winning team here in Carolina. He's about to enter his prime. So you've got to be able to put together something here that he's going to want to be a part of as well. And right now, I mean, there's there's been a lot of change, and you're, you're not giving him the money that he deserves. I mean, it's not like the guy is asking to reset the market. He just wants to get paid what he should and i don't i don't understand why they're trying to nickel and dime them i mean if you want to be taken seriously you got to play your best players
2: skylar another massive piece to the panthers turning the corner to uh, winning winning games <laughs> i was going to say towards respectability but we got to get one step into like the four or five win range. then here. we get up to respectability <laughs> trying to go through the stages here is jc horn what's the concern yeah. level with him and and I'm a big J.C. Horn defender, and, and Mac is too. Love J.C., love when he's out there, but how high is the worry level that, you know, the body's never going to allow him to be what he should be?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think there's there's a great deal of concern there. I mean, anytime you've got a guy that's only played in less than half of his games <laughs> over three years, that's that's a major concern. Uh, but like you said, I mean, when he's on the field, he's one of the better cornerbacks in the league and, and clearly the number one cornerback in Carolina. So, that, that's the thing I keep wrestling back and forth with about this fifth year option is, I mean, do you want to commit that to another year and, and just pray that, you know, he doesn't suffer so many more injuries over the next two years? But I, I think you have to. I mean, he's too good of a talent to, to not pick up that fifth year. And if the injuries continue to be a concern, it's not like you're, you're committing yourself to a huge long term guaranteed contract where you're just going to be on the hook for a lot of money. I think you'd be willing to roll the dice here and just, and just hope that these first three years were just injury-laden and he can figure it out to stay on the field. So I, I feel for him, um, but I think he's going to be able to, to stay on the field a little bit longer uh, this upcoming season. When I talked to him at the end of the year, he said this is the first time I've gone into the offseason not having to go through a surgery or recover off of anything. So he feels like he's in a good space right now.
0: That's a good sign, and you're right. The fifth year option thing is going to be interesting. I hope they pick it up, but I understand. You know, it's they've got to maul that thing yep. over with the injury history. Skyler, great job, man. Uh, the man is versatile. He'll cover Hornets and Panthers for you. And he's then, seen a lot in his time, hasn't he? He's he's seen it all, <laughs> and then he'll throw in a little West Virginia he athletics has. coverage for you too, man. Confuse you on your timeline a little bit, but he is versatile <laughs> for SI now and Fan uh, and Foundation at. Callahan underscore on Twitter. Give him a follow. Thank you, brother. We appreciate it, man.
1: Good job with you, boys. Enjoy the weekend.
0: Uh, You too. Be good. There you go. Skylar Callahan joining us.
1: Wake up weekday mornings with Mac and Bone. Only on Sports Radio
2: 92.7 FM WFNZ.
0: The official home of the Charlotte Sports Band.